It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, I hope your weekend was a good one. Because it's gone for another five days. Yes, we're back into the the dreaded uh, Monday. I tell you what, the weekend went pretty quickly. And here we are again approaching a new month. It is May the 29th. And coming up this morning, we are going to be talking very shortly with Russell Rogers from Resort Brokers on the south coast in New South Wales. Now, what we're looking at this morning is caravan parks and the whole option of buying this and adding it to your portfolio because the industry has changed a lot, especially with the option to remotely run these types of businesses online. And from a development aspect, there is scope with this example that we're going to be having a look at this morning for the investor. It's a little bit left of field, but as I say, we know people have these types of investment class in their portfolios. So that breakdown is going to come up for you in just a moment, and you can sort of look at the the pros and the cons of it. Well, it is a Monday morning, so it is time right now for another property tip, and a big thank you too for the contributors to this segment always a lot of great gold nuggets of pieces of information that come through and this time we are headed off to Canberra and to Alex this morning so what have you got for us this morning? G'day, Craig. Uh, yeah, look, always when buying a property, whether whether it's mandatory or not, I'd, I'd recommend having a build inspe- building inspector or a builder just run their eyes over it so there's no nasty surprises when you do occupy the premises. And, of course, a building and pest inspection and, and an energy efficiency rating as well. So that way you can, before you purchase, uh, you can reflect on what you might need to add to the property from an energy efficiency perspective to make sure you're getting best use out of it. And what's the worst pest sort of outcome that you've heard of or you've been involved with in terms of a pest report? Probably most recently we had termite infested stumps, which the home would have required restumping, which was to the tune of about 100,000. So that's probably the worst that I've had in recent times, but we've been pretty fortunate. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. And good morning if you are in Brisbane. Here's something of interest for you especially. It was during the 1970s that Brisbane experienced significant suburban development to accommodate its growing population. Suburbs like Acacia Ridge, Alexandra Hill, and Carindale emerged on the city's outskirts. Yes, these were at the time new suburbs to showcase modern amenities such as swimming pools and double garages and really set them apart from the older inner city areas and the expansion brought greater accessibility and a diverse housing market to Brisbane residents. So that was all taking place. 
place back in the 1970s. If you were born in the 1970s, you might be celebrating your birthday today for May the 29th. If you are, happy birthday. You are sharing it with Noel Gallagher from Oasis. He's turning 55. The actor Annette Benning, she's turning 64. Melissa Etheridge, the American rocker. I remember that song, Bring Me Some Water. She's turning 62 today. And Rupert Everett, the English actor, is 63. It's the main centre forecast. And let's head around the country and check on your weather on this Monday morning. First we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. A mainly fine Monday and 21 degrees is your forecast high. In Melbourne expect, well, long dry fine periods, but it's interspersed with the possibility of one or two showers today. Your high of 18. Brisbane expecting sunshine. 22 is your forecast top. And in Perth, expecting a cloudy day and your high of 23. Every morning from 6am across Australia, we deliver you the latest property news, commentary and predictions from Perth to Cairns and from Melbourne to Brisbane, seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast. We are talking to Russell Rogers from Resort Brokers and let's go to Russell. He is located in the south coast of New South Wales and a very good morning to you, Russell. Welcome to The Real Estate State Breakfast. Uh, good morning, Craig. Thanks for having me. So Sussex Palms Holiday Park in Sussex Inlet. Now this is a vibrant and well-established freehold caravan park which has hit the market, Russell. This is really quite unusual. It sort of caught my eye and the entire operation in terms of uh, what has hit the market, um, this is what I find really interesting, Can can be managed remotely with bookings made online and outsourced housekeeping and maintenance. So tell us a little bit about what's going on here. Uh, yes, Craig. Uh, look, the industry's changed since COVID and uh, a lot of people want sort of uh, contactless booking and this sort of stuff. So uh, uh, it's changed from years ago. NRMA used to insist that you had to be on site. So, you know, this has got an absolutely magnificent residence uh, for the managers, but it's actually empty now because the uh, the people that own it have realised that they don't have to be there and they don't need managers. Uh, so they're just operating it remotely. So, you know, you have the cleaners come in of a morning. Uh, most of your uh, bookings now, like most motels, now they're online and basically that's uh, uh, that's how it is you know you've got your, your your cleaners can be contract or not so it's a bit of a dual purpose this one could be for somebody like a retiree or somebody that is too too young to retire they might just decide they want to live in that beautiful home and then just do a little bit or it can be somebody an investor from Canberra or Sydney that just says oh god this is just unbelievable and and they operate it like the current people are operating it and I think that this particular caravan space, it's kind of changed, hasn't it, over the years, particularly now because we have rents that are out of control. People are looking for affordable living. The landscape has changed. Is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, over the years, uh, the main thing people need to remember with a caravan park is you have permanence and you have semi-permanence or you have permanence that live there. So the semi-permanence can only be there 180 days a year. With this park, there's 28 of them and they just pay, um, you know, you know, rent about 135 a week and then they just come down and use their, their van or their cabin. 
and then the people that live there permanently, well, then that's there permanent. And, you know, there's been a massive change over the last 20 years with retirees finding that, uh, you know, it's, it's very affordable and, uh, and most of them are in, in great locations like this one, you know. So these land lease communities are, are really taking off. So tell us a little bit about the the leasing and also something that is starting to evolve with the multi-generational leasing. How does that sort of work? Yeah, well, uh, at the moment we've got to the stage where, you know, the land lease communities have evolved out of the caravan parks with the permanents and now they're even doing greenfield sites where basically they start... Uh, and, and they're mainly for the over 55s. But in, in America now, they're doing what they call multi-generational. So I tend to feel as though this could be the start of the fix to our affordable housing because, you know, if we have multi-generational, we're basically, instead of the older people going in there, we have gated communities uh, that, are, that are done where young people can come in and you have a childcare centre instead of a, um, a community hall. Um, you know, I think we're going to see that because, you know, my take on it is, you know, probably five or 600,000 in Western Sydney, people could, that can't afford to buy a million dollar home can get into a land lease community and then as they pay it down, move on, you know. So what this is, is this is freehold. I think there are 25 privately owned sites. So there is income coming in from those particular sites. Give us a little bit of a rundown on the property itself, because there will be investors having a listen going, well, interesting that you can actually manage this remotely. So have you got a price guide for us on the property? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the vendors are looking at three million. It's a mix, like a lot of caravan parks are nowadays. Like you know, it's got you know, like I said, your twenty-eight semi-permanents or, or what they call annuals, and then you've got three permanents, and then you know you've got um, you, you've got the your colourful cabins uh, that you can lease out, and then they've got a two-bedroom cabin and a three-bedroom cabin. So so you've got that accommodation, but you also got the upside if you want. As you can appreciate, a cabin will give a caravan park anywhere from about probably thirty grand to ninety grand a year per cabin. So therefore, you know, there's a big opportunity when you've got annuals there that are only giving you, you know, say seven or 8,000 a year. Um, they're on short-term agreements. So, you know, you could take back some of those, like the caravan park across the road has actually put 10 luxury cabins in. A uh, luxury cabin will give you anywhere from, you know, or the weather's good, I should say, 500 to 700 a night at times, you know. So that's a bit, that's a bit of a rundown with the park. It's in exceptional condition. Like I say, very big uh, uh, residence, um, two-storey residence, and that's on a separate title as well. So if somebody somebody found the park a little bit too dear and they wanted to run it remotely, they could they could actually sell off that house for market value and then reduce the price of the caravan park, you know. So uh, so I suppose the other, the other point is that, you know, you've got that passive income from the 28. So it's just an exceptional property. Like a lot of the parks on the south coast are leasehold parks. So this is actually freehold and we don't get them very often. So, uh, yeah, big opportunity, big opportunity, Craig. So tell me a little bit about how big the, the land, the parcel of land is, and is there an opportunity, like if somebody was to, to purchase, to increase the number of cabins? Yeah well, yeah, well, like I said, because there's 28 there that are on short-term agreements, you know, you could, in theory, over, over a 10-year period, just end up getting rid of your annuals um, and, and just basically making that, those all rental cabins. So that's why the upside potential is, is absolutely phenomenal. We're looking at just under two acres of freehold title, including the house block, which I think that's about seven or 800 square metres. Or 900, so yeah, sorry, the, the house block is 917 square metres, and then the total size of the land, including the house, is, uh, is just under two acres at 6,728 square metres. So you have the ability to add, is what I was saying, to add more cabins onto the site? 
Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You just basically, yeah, uh, you just have to officially give the, the the required notice. You'd pick you'd pick which site you wanted to put another cabin, and then you just notify the annual that's there, the short term tenant that basically you want to take back that site and put a put one of your own cabins there. And then uh, once that period's over and, and he takes away his caravan, well, then you uh, you put a brand new cabin there or a second hand cabin. Yeah, the thing with the the cabins themselves, like if you go back 20 years ago, the whole construction of the cabin industry wasn't at a level at what it is now. It is much easier. There's a lot of competition. They're competing, of course, in that space, and that has driven down the price. So it's quite affordable to add extra cabins by the sound of it. Oh, it is, mate. And, you know, some people are putting in the tiny cabins as well. You know, the variety of cabins. Like years ago, there was just Jayco and a couple of others that were doing the cabins, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. But uh, but now, if you jump on the internet, mate, it's absolutely astounding the variety you've got and the quality you've got. All right. Well, great to chat with you this morning, Russell. Good luck with the rainbow colours with the Caravan Park. I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of uptick and a lot of interest uh, there. And thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. No, no trouble at all, Craig. It's been a pleasure, mate. uh, Thanks very much for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 